Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On The Block with Mem and Pete. Today we're going to be discussing some of the major Bitcoin crashes that have happened in the past um, and why you guys shouldn't be discouraged because the price went from 20,000 at the end of December or at the end of 2017 until now which is November 2018. So, Pete, you want to start off with the first one? Yeah, so the first major crash in Bitcoin was back in 2011. Um, Bitcoin was at the all-time high of $30, believe it or not. <laughs> and um, what happened was, uh, this was all due to one person who had a ton of Bitcoin and tried to sell so much coin that the market couldn't handle it and it crashed the price of Bitcoin from $30 down to $15 um, very quickly. Um, and that was all due to one person trying to sell too much coin and there was just not enough um, liquidity in the market and it crashed. Yeah, so that happened August 2011 very quickly because of one guy. Think about how small the market was and how much volume was happening at that time. I mean, to crash a market by you know, 50% just because yeah. of one whale at the time. Yeah, the market cap wasn't that big back then. Um, there was hardly, well, there was not hardly, there was still a lot of users, but there was nowhere near as many coins minted or as many people invested. Um, so yeah, that something like as small as that crashed the market. And what happened shortly after was Mt. Gox got hacked for the first time. Now we're gonna talk about the second hack, the infamous hack. But the um, Mt. Gox got hacked for the first time shortly after Bitcoin crashed from 30 to 15, and that hack drove it down under five dollars. So that's a like 90, 95 percent uh, drop from the all-time high of 30 dollars. Yeah. That's so a, imagine being in at that time, right? Yeah. You've seen your coins go all the way up to 30 dollars. I mean, sure you got in very cheap, da 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 da, but now you're seeing it come crashing down. I mean scary it must have been a, a scary time for a lot of people so yeah. that is like the first major one that we, we kind of it's kind of two in one but it kind of spans out over a period of time and that's 95 percent down yeah. the second one we'll talk about happened in april of 2013 um the price went from 200 and roughly 260 265 dollars all the way down to 125 roughly in six hours so that's again 52% crash in 6 hours. So imagine you're on, you're you know on Mt. Gox website the exchange and you're just watching your coins and your money and then it just comes crashing down. You might have gone to sleep and woke up the next day <laughs> it was down 52%. Right. So that crash was crazy crash. Now we still don't know the exact reasoning behind it. A lot of people are speculating if you recall in 2013 um, this happened April of 2013 there was a lot going on with Greece and Cyprus and people were saying that this that might have affected it. Um, it very well could be that that's just speculative we still don't know a concrete reason why that happened yeah they say it was due to the the banking crisis in Cyprus but really no one knows um, but yeah that was a, a very quick drop six hours you know it's that's pretty crazy Yep. Um, the next one after that, the next major, major crash after that was the infamous Mt. Gox hack, um, which actually started at the end of 2013. And what was going on, it was due to two bots that were doing false trades and a whole load of shady shit. And 
I think 100,000 Bitcoins were stolen, something uh, along those lines. And at the time, Bitcoin was actually at $1,200, which was like a crazy all-time high for Bitcoin. And from the end of 2013, when the hack started and the shady shit started with the bots, till um, I believe March 2014, Bitcoin had dropped from 1200 down to around $450, $450. And a lot of people lost their money. That's the most infamous hack because it wasn't just the price drop in, Bitcoins got stolen. Right. And the, the one exchange that everyone was kind of using went down. I mean, that caused a lot of distrust in the yeah. industry. It caused a lot of distrust with Bitcoin. I mean, and then the news outlets picked up on it. And that was probably maybe the first time a lot of us heard about Bitcoin. And it was talked about as like fake internet money and uh, a means for people to buy things on the dark web, you know, drugs, alcohol, money laundering, all that kind of stuff. So... Um, that's probably the first time you heard about Bitcoin and it came with this negativity about about it Which was a huge drop money being stolen money being lost the one exchange that's being used the most going down and It's being used on the dark web. So I mean it was just negativity and uncertainty. Yeah a lot of straight bad up probably the biggest FUD that could have been out there at the time when did that happen? 20, that was in 2013 so that happened, so just go through the timeline again. 2011, August 2011, April 2013, so about two years after, and then again. The end of 2013? End of 2013. Into 2014. Yeah. So that, that, that hack, the Mt. Gox hack, put Bitcoin into a, a bear market for a, a year. Like It didn't recover. It stayed at those low levels for over a year. Um, into 2015 and then it started to rise again it, you know in 2004 not to mention china in 2015 banned bitcoin japan banned bitcoin so in the space of a year 2014 2015 it was just fud there was so much bad press on bitcoin that it just put it into a bear market it was crypto bear market point 1.0 mm -hmm. and uh it took like i said it took a year to recover um, it slowly crept up from 2015, 2016, back to $1,000 in the beginning of 2017. And it was at that point where China unbanned it, Japan unbanned it, um, and just a bunch of good press started coming in. Good news, loads of altcoins were coming out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, was out now. Yeah. The ICO started to... To become a thing the dow raised loads and loads of money um ethereum raised a lot of money and people started to build on top of ethereum at that point icos were starting to go lots of press lots of you know just overall good news about the market and the market continually crept up until um november of 2017 we're in november 2018 now so the last year around this time in 20 days bitcoin went from what was it like, like eight grand about seven thousand dollars all the way to twenty thousand dollars yeah and that happened in 20 days so think about it january 2017 is at a thousand dollars november it's at around five to five, seven five seven around that mark and then in 20 days before it was before christmas yeah 
from November to before Christmas, it's at $20,000. Savage. Just savage. Just the craziest hockey moves. stick you've seen. And it just went parabolic. And then... It was a blow-off top, right? you got to expect, after such a massive move like that, you have to expect a correction, right? So a lot of people are disheartened because they bought in at $20,000, right? And it's now crashed down below 6,000. And we've been in a bear market. This was bear market 2.0. So we've been in this bear market the whole of 2018. Like we're in November now. It's been, mm -hmm. you know, 11 months and we're still in a bear market. But you shouldn't be disheartened because it's crashed from 20,000 to 6,000 or 5,000, whatever it is, because you just got to look over all these last crashes and understand market cycles and understand like, you know, every year or two, Bitcoin does crash. It does correct itself, you know, 50%. Sometimes, you know, the first crash was 95%, right? But usually it's around a 50 to 60, maybe 70% crash. But they always come back. Look at the trend. Like you, whenever you're investing, especially when you're investing and trading, you have to look at trends. And if you look at the Bitcoin trends, you know, there's a big move up, there's a crash. There's another huge move up prior, past the prior all-time high, another crash, and so on and so forth. So we will surpass $20,000 again. I have no, um, you know, I, I don't believe for one second we won't. We will blow past 20000 again. It's just a matter of time. You just got to wait for the new cycle to come in. So you can't get disheartened. You just got to look over the past crashes, look at the trends, and you understand that this does happen. Yeah, so, I mean, I remember, so by that time I was in when, you know, 2017 rolled around, Pete and I were already investing in Bitcoin, and we were already, you know, in the note, as you would say, and we were already seeing ICOs start to pop up, doing some research with ICOs. And then I remember I was on a flight to um, New York, and there was a high school kind of, um, I guess they were going for a debate or you know when high schools put together a field trip I was flying from Toronto to New York and I heard the kids just all of them were talking about Bitcoin I think it was around the same time that you heard your barber talk about Bitcoin So that's when a lot of retail money started to move in. It's unfortunate because You know FOMO kicked in the fear of missing out kicked in people started to put a lot of money into Bitcoin you know a lot of money that maybe they shouldn't have because they, they really couldn't afford to. They just saw the trend was going and they thought it was gonna to continue to go and it didn't. It started to come down a lot. So by December, January, it was at 20 grand and steadily coming down, coming down until right now we're in November, 2018 and it, it's just under 6,000 right now. So we believe it's gonna go back up. I mean, just because of the events that we go to, the people that we speak to, I mean, there's just, a, there's too many smart people in this space now. And there's too much money, um, San Francisco, South Korea, Japan. I mean, this is a worldwide phenomenon. People are talking about it as if it's gonna be the dot-com bubble, but you, people have to understand the dot-com bubble was, you know, just in America, really. So, but this is worldwide. You know, China's involved in this, Russia's involved in this, Iran is involved in this now. Um, Turkey, London, England, like there's just so many places that want to buy Bitcoin and there's so many big com companies getting into, you know, blockchain space, but also just, you know, a thing like Bact, where it's the guys from the New York Stock Exchange, it's the parent company of the New York Stock Exchange, opening up an exchange for, um, you know, regular old people to put their money into Bitcoin. As soon as you start to see things like this happen, institutional money is moving in. 
When institutional money starts to move in, then you start to understand, okay, this thing can go crazy again. Because if retail moved it to a place where it went to $20,000, then institutional money is just gonna blow the top off. I mean, Pete and I were waiting for it. We, we know it's gonna happen, it's just a matter of time. Because all of the pieces are moving, right? I mean, P and I, we've done some OTC stuff in the past as well, which means over-the-counter trading. And there's just so much Bitcoin being moved around that it's just like, what's happening? Something's gotta be happening. But none of that is reflected on the market yet because it's all over-the-counter. So once it starts to be reflected in the market, you're gonna see major moves with Bitcoin. Yeah, and other coins too. Let's not forget, I mean, Bitcoin, yeah, went 20 times last year. But some of these shit coins, <laughs> um, I'm gonna name a name, I'm gonna say Ripple, because it is an absolute shit coin, went from literally one, two cents to $3 in the space of two years, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And like we're all guilty of going shit coin hunting in 2017. Like I'm definitely guilty of it, I know Mem is too. Um, but I think, um, I think a lot of these um, altcoins they're not all shit coins but a lot of them are i think a lot of them are going to, going to die off and like the smart money is going to go with the the, the coins that actually have value mm -hmm. and you're going to see not just bitcoin but the really good altcoins that actually have use cases and are actually going to be used you're going to see them go parabolic again it's mm -hmm. just a matter of time alt season will return bitcoin season will return you're going to see new all-time highs everyone's going to be cheering again making loads of money and then it will crash again and everyone's going to complain and you know we will we will see another bear market in a couple of years. Like who knows? It's it's just market cycles. It's just how they work. Yeah, but the 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 point we're trying to make with this video is for you guys to kind of understand the people that got in and have lost a load of money that have become disheartened that that think Bitcoin is a scam. It's not, guys. You have to understand that cycles like this happen. It's gonna happen again. But be prepared when when things start to happen and the market starts to move up, be prepared to make your moves at that point. Don't wait until it becomes 20,000 again or 30,000 now and then put your money in, right? I mean, by that point, it's gonna be too late. And don't take our advice for it. I mean, I hope this, this video kind of intrigues you and piques your interest enough to do some research about these things and then start to do your own research about coins that you wanna invest into if you want to get into Bitcoin or if you want to dive back in and start to think of ways that you can help out the, the ecosystem with whatever you do, I mean, that's really the way to, to move forward with this thing. P and I strongly believe Bitcoin is definitely not going anywhere. It's just too good of a store of value to be, you know, just tossed aside. It's too good of a technology to be tossed aside. I mean, I saw, I see like economists um, comparing it to the tulip bubble that happened in Amsterdam, I don't know, in the 1600s or whatever the heck it was. And it's like, like that how was can a you flower. Compare it to fucking flowers? Like, <laughs> like that was a flower. This stupid. is a crazy piece of technology. Um, there's a great article. It's a long read, but it's an amazing article uh, written by Vijay Bayaparte. We'll, we'll put the link in the description. It just talks about, um, it compares gold, fiat, and Bitcoin and talks about why Bitcoin is a great store of value, why it can lead to become a, a currency as well. It goes into the history of currencies. So definitely give that a read. I mean, just to kind of wrap your head around what this thing can be 
um, what you know I personally believe it will be, and I know Pete does too, where you know in the future, I think you're going to see a lot more people using Bitcoin, especially people that don't have bank accounts. I mean, we live in North America where you know there's a bank on every corner and we you know we have debit cards in our pockets but you got to remember there's a load of people in the world a lot of the population just doesn't have bank accounts and they're not going to need it when they get their smartphone because when they get their smartphone there's going to be apps available for them to be able to pay with satoshi which is a, a measurement of bitcoin at least that's what you know that's what i think will happen but a, a coin could come out of nowhere that just does it better than bitcoin Great, maybe that'll be the one. But right now, the best coin out there, I believe, is Bitcoin. Hundred percent. And don't just listen to like what you read on the internet and what you hear. Even don't just listen to us. Do your own research. And I'll tell you what. This is a fact. No matter how many times Bitcoin has crashed and it went from twenty thousand to six thousand, it's the best performing asset class in the last decade. You don't believe me? Look it up. There's so much potential for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and blockchain as a whole that realistically, um, if you're an investor, if you don't have a small, even a small percentage of your portfolio invested into Bitcoin, then you're missing the point, you really are. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I mean, that's, that's it really, just think about it this way, there's been crashes worse than this one. I know there was a lot of money in Bitcoin because it's the first time it went to 20,000 and it's, it's the first time it's come back to 6,000, right? Before, you know, before this craziness where it went from 1,000 all the way to 20, if we told you at the beginning of, you know, 2017, January 2017, when it was $1,000, that by, you know, November 2018, it's going to be at $6,000, you'd say, hey, I take it. Yeah. But because it went to 20 grand and then came back down to six grand, you're like, well, it went to 20, it's come down to six. Yeah, that's one way to look at it, but it also went from 1,000 to 6,000, right? It, like Pete said, it is the best performing asset class in the last decade, year after year after year. Um, and it just, there's just so much upside for you, for you not to be invested in it. Do your own research, think about it. We should say not financial advice. Right? Definitely not financial advice. But do some research on it, really think about what Bitcoin is, really think about how it can transform the world. I mean, just an idea of money that can be transferred from you know Canada to Africa Africa to Europe Europe to Asia no no boundaries no boundaries borderless. no central authority I mean censorship is, resistant yeah that is a pretty pretty cool you know piece of technology to have I think it's a little bit better than a flower so <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lot better than the US dollar or any of the fiat currencies that are about now like listen we, we live in a what I call an oppressive economic system and Bitcoin is separate from that. It's the opposite of an oppressive economic system. So if we can build a new financial system with this fucking sweet piece of technology and move forward with that, then I'm all for it. Yeah, let's at least give it a try. Let's at least give it a try. I, I mean, five years down the road, 10 years down the road, heck, a year down the road, we might look back on it and be like, that sucks, that didn't work out, but shit, at least we tried, right? So that's that's why Pete and I are in it, and that's that's why we hope that you guys will start to do some research and start to understand what Bitcoin is and start understanding market cycles a little bit and, and then make your own decisions from there. Cool.
that's it for this one, guys. Um, please subscribe to our channel. We talk about Bitcoin. We share some news. We're going to start interviewing people as well. And um, yeah, that's basically it. And don't forget to smash that thumbs up button. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Peace.